It's actually not very lovely. I mean, it's a beautiful day outside, but I have this bizarre feeling. I'm sleepy, but I don't think I'm tired. You know that doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. So today might be a little bit of a struggle. Um, to me, to me, to me, to me, there was actually a uh, more impactful celebrity death than than. Bob Barker. Um, someone who I was concerned was going to leave is going to stay, and Wawa, your move. Um, when we, when was this? We found out uh, Saturday, sometime Saturday night, or Bob Barker passed passed away at the age of ninety nine. Let's reminisce just a little bit here with um, with the wheel. Sherelle, will you spin that wheel first? Sherelle is a winner. Lindsay is a winner. Suzanne is a winner. I am up here with three winners. In the first half of the price is right. Let's see if we can win some money now. Get a dollar, we'll give you a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars for a dollar. You got one thousand dollars and you get a bonus spin. Right over there you go. I was wondering how heavy how heavy that that wheel was. Uh, Bob Barker, the legend, and as so many people have reminisced, it's Strange, like things are usually very regional um, across our country, but I guess from Maine to Florida to Seattle to San Diego, uh, the Price is Right was on locally every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. And I don't know how it became the show that became synonymous with. Staying home, and I'll get to the sick part of that in 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 just a moment because there's a lot of stuff. Look, I can't remember how this. I I am looking forward to someone writing five thousand words on how this show became that when there were so many shows on, and this spans generations. Um, I've seen people of all ages post the same darn thing that you know this was about. This was the show that you watched when you stayed home. Whether you were working on homework, you were playing video games, you were outside because you weren't sick, which I'll get back to. Somehow, some way, you made time in your day off for, for, for Price is Right. Uh, one dark part of this, I do have a question. Uh, will there be any icky Bob Barker stories? Um, and I posted a link. William Hurt passed away last year. A pretty popular actor. I'm not going to give you his list of roles. You'll know him uh, as soon as you see him. Do I? Did I confuse him with Jeff Daniels at some point? Maybe he was another actor. But William Hurt passed away. The outpouring of you know, rest in peace. Thank you for the movies and what a great actor. And then in one of the big magazines, a woman wrote an essay about how she was basically imprisoned by him. This is a, a harrowing story. And it makes you uh, makes you regret some of that sympathy you had for someone being gone. It certainly changed my perspective of him. He wasn't one of my, my, one of my favorite actors or, or anything like that. But it's just, you know, the millionth time I get to remind myself that I can remind you of the people that we see on TV and, and on social, and we think we have this deep connection to, be careful, because we know, like, 
a tiny fraction of their life. And I just want to see if there are icky Bob Barker stories. They will come out now because, I mean, I know it, in a way it's wrong to taint the dead. But if you read the story of what William Hurt did to this woman, you can understand why um, she needed to wait till he was dead. Um, because of any repercussions or anything like that, you could say it's cowardly because he can't respond. You read some of these words and it's pretty believable. Um, and then when you come out and you're essentially not famous, really a nobody, no one knows who you are, or maybe you're of, of small acclaim, when you come out against a big popular person like that, I know it's easy to cancel someone these days. Or get someone on the defensive, like the whole Lizzo situation. Um, but it can be terrifying. Especially when this person is was your abuser. So I'm curious to see if any of those stories come out about the legend that is Bob Barker. Now the other part of this, I have seen um, all... I asked for a, a moment of silence um, across the country today at, at 11 o'clock. Um, local time, wherever you are, because that's when the Price is Right came on, right? Um, did you have a favorite game? I know a lot of people liked Plinko. And I was never a big Plinko fan until they stopped playing it. I liked uh, like the car game where they rolled the dice and I think you had to go like higher or lower than the, the, the dice that you rolled. I liked the little mountain climber guy. That was always kind of fun. And what else? Yeah, I didn't have a favorite game. I just, I, I liked all of them. Um, I will say this though. The memes that people have posted of a lot, of, a lot of ones I've seen at Verner's. Mm, never liked it. Uh, my ginger ale was, was Canada dry. But when you were home sick, um, the, the pictures were um, toast, crackers, soup, and, and ginger ale. All right. You can, you're, you're, you're 37 years old. You can give the lie up. Um, maybe your parents even knew back then. Half the time you stayed home sick, you were not actually sick. <laughs> Um, and it was always easy, and I know that's the case for me, it was always easy to um, to fake a stomachache because you couldn't test that. Like, if if you had a fever, or if you said, Mom, I feel warm, Mom puts her, the back of her hand on your forehead and your cheeks, and she's like, yeah, you feel fine to me. Were you sitting under the light? Uh, or did you just take a hot shower? But the stomachache... Um, you're like, mom, I feel nauseous. Go sit in the toilet and stay home. Then you sit in the toilet, mom goes to work, and then you're free for the day. You're not tricking me. There was another celebrity death, which will likely be overshadowed by the tributes and beyond to Bob Barker. But to me and what I like, um, comic character. Um, but one of the three or four most impactful animated shows in my life. Number one is probably Transformers. Um, also in there, some of like the, the recent Star Wars ones, like I, I appreciate it, even though I watched it later than everybody else. Rebels. Um, there is another animated show that I'm missing that's usually in my top five and I can't think of it right now. I apologize. Maybe the, the, the Spider-Man Saturday morning show on Fox Kids. That was uh, X-Men, X-Men. So Spider-Man and X-Men equally. But... Um, Number two, and it it was beyond deserving of all the awards that it won, and it came from the shadow in the wake of um, the Michael Keaton Batman movies, which were extremely dark at the time. 
Um, Batman was really darkened after he came back from Pal Bang Boom in the 60s and 70s. Got dark in the 70s and then really dark thanks to um, Frank Miller in the 80s. And then in 1989, probably made in 88, um, the Tim Burton movie Batman with Tim Michael Keaton um, and Jack Nicholson. It was really dark at the time. And maybe what's the most memorable thing about that, that movie is the music. Um, the Danny Elfman soundtrack. So I remember when I was a, a kid, I think my mom, camp was over. We went back to school back home in Philadelphia after Labor Day. And I think uh, I still needed it. My mom needed me to kill a day before Labor Day. So I went to her mom's house, to, to Grammy Bale's house. And somehow, some way, I don't remember how I heard about this, probably commercials like everybody else, but I watched this Batman show that came on that afternoon. I watched it on in the kitchen. She had a little TV that I watched it on, and I was like, wow, this is the music from the Batman movie that I liked a lot. Batman, the animated series, was born. Now, um, no one was ever, I don't think anybody was ever shot in the show. Like, nobody, nobody died from bullet wounds. Um, it, it's... It was very, it had a noir aesthetic, but also quite timeless as well. Um, and it w- received so many awards and such acclaim for being mature beyond its years. It wasn't just a, a cartoon. Um, and a lot of people have their characters, their actors, but um, my Batman was Kevin Conroy, who passed away last year. He was the voice of Batman, played Batman. You can when you're just the voice longer than anybody. My Joker, in a lot of ways, was Mark Hamill. And I didn't even know that Luke Skywalker was that Joker until maybe 20 years later. Um, But this show was impactful in so many ways. One of those ways is um, it gave us a now iconic, mega-famous character. Uh, Harley Quinn was not born in comic books. She was born on that TV show. And everything in comics and beyond came from that show and the voice actress that so beautifully played um, Harley Quinn, Arlene Sorkin, passed away over the weekend. I just want to say, if there was no Batman, there'd be no Joker, and I'd never have met my puddin'. Joker twisted her mind. Ha! You're just jealous because you don't have a fella who's as loving and loyal to you as my puddin' is to me. (sighs) Puddin' here? Faked on you in hopes of getting time off. Is that true? So Arlene Sorkin and her indelible puddin' and Mr. J um, also passed away this weekend. And I hope that uh, that she is not completely overshadowed by the death of Bob Barker. Uh, it is your move, Wawa. Um, a, a stunning story today, and I had to read it twice to make sure I got it. Sheets is coming to Finley. Sheets, the gas station, and I get offended if you call Wawa a gas station. Sheets is coming to Finley, but it doesn't look like it's going to be um, their typical setup. I believe it's just going to be a food prep and distribution center. And good for Finley for getting a, another big time business there as they've got Marathon and some other places down there on 75. So uh, not necessarily a, 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 a location that I'd be hoping for, but good for the area. So, Wawa, how about you uh, step into the area? Your move. They keep, Wawa keeps expanding and wanting to expand, going south, and I understand that, but hey, let's let's come west a little bit. We're like one state over. Um, 
So I guess Rite Aid went bankrupt from, is it opioid lawsuits? Um, and the Rite Aid at Glendale in Detroit is one of the ones that's going to close up. That would be an ideal location for a Wawa. Um, one last thing is I am sleepy, but not tired. And again, thank you to the Jewish Federation for inviting me to be a part of Shine a Light on Hate yesterday. Um, I did feel awkward, odd, and selfish. Um, we're talking about human beings uh, wanting to do harm and kill other human beings simply for how they were born, like who and what they are, the the horrors of, of the Holocaust, and the Ku Klux Klan was brought up because not only do they hate black people, they hate Jewish people too. Um, and those those visuals just didn't sync up with, hey, I'm depressed, and I know that that can be quite grim, and I did share those yesterday, but that was hard for me to to fit in with the ethos, the spirit of the day. But I thank the Jewish Federation uh, for giving me that opportunity. I hope I helped some people out yesterday. Um, you might have noticed we have a lot of new or now gone um, local news people. Uh, NBC24 is completely gone. Uh, no more local news, but we still have, uh, there's been a lot of turnover at The Blade. Uh, you know, my friend Mary Bill, you is no no longer there. If you do read The Blade at all, one good for you. You don't have to support, uh, support the people on the front of the checks, um, but support the people who are signing the names, their names on the back of them. Support those people doing the really hard, comprehensive, exhaustive work that they are doing. A lot of new faces there. Um, a lot of new faces at, at 13 and 11. Um, for a variety of reasons. Biggest is we're kind of a stepping stone market. And to move up in the business, if you'd like to do that, you have to go to a different market. If you're a um, MMJ, a multimedia journalist or reporter here, but you'd like to be an anchor, um, you know that Melissa Andrews is not going anywhere. You know that Sasha Bray and Lee and Diane are not going anywhere. Lee and Diane are going to die on that desk when they're like 118 years old. Um, they will be landmarks. They are landmarks. But if you want to be an anchor, uh, maybe you just on the weekends a little bit. But if you want to be in those primetime hours, you might have to go to usually a, a smaller or um, similar sized market to get that gig. So you leave. We're kind of a stepping stone for those people. Um, or maybe you realize that it's just too grueling for you and, and it's not paying you what you'd hope for the work you're putting in. That is definitely a reason. You know, you talk about the jobs you figured out that I'm not getting paid enough. I'm, I'm going to leave. A lot of people in the news have figured that out. It's a very challenging job. And a lot of people, especially women, take way more grief than they need to be taking uh, for, for an unequal, an unequal amount of pay to deal with that bullshit. Um, my, my friend Kaylee Kirby is a super talented, uh, news person, reporter, all that stuff for WTOL. Um, Kaylee's been on the show before, not on the podcast. Her dad, her dad, she is a famous dad and uncle, at least to me. Wayne Kirby is her dad. Uh, Wayne Kirby is, uh, was on the Indians, uh, in the Cleveland Indians in, in the mid nineties with like Albert Bell and Jim Tomey and those really good Indians teams. Her dad, her, her uncle, is Terry Kirby, who is a pretty talented kick returner for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so I connected with Kaylee pretty quickly, kind of like 
fangirled her dad. I was like, you used to play your dad. I, I was him in World Series Baseball in my Genesis in the 90s. But um, I came to see that she is so gifted, so talented. And uh, we, we've done some events together. If I run into her, I was like, oh, I just get, like, her, I think her family lives out west um, maybe out in San Diego, Vegas, De- Vegas, definitely. And her, her dad was a um, base coach for the Padres for quite some time. And then uh, that manager lost his job and he has been the first base coach for the Mets, the New York Mets for the last couple of years. But I think Kaylee just yearns for warmer, warmer places. So I was delighted to see that she is going to be on a new four o'clock show for Channel 11 with Dan Cummins and Tatiana Cash. Um, I don't believe she would, uh, hop onto a new show and cause I don't believe she would hop onto a new show and then get out of town two months later. Um, that's not who she is. She is the kind of person that's going to see a project through unless it's absolutely awful, uh, unless it's absolutely awful, which I don't think it will be. It could be, but I don't think so. Or she gets an offer. She can't say no to something uh, back close to home or she gets uh, an anchor job which she's certainly deserving of in a market that she's uh, that appeals to her. Other than that, she's going to see this 4 o'clock afternoon program through. That's a good spot for her and um, I'm glad she has this new project so that she can stick around because I'm happy for these people like Haley, like Amy Steigerwald and others who move on to things to, to, to better opportunities for them but I hate that one, I lose friends um colleagues in the media and i hate that the area loses good people i'm glad i have not lost you thanks for dealing with my sleepiness